Hello, hello, and welcome to Good Talks. I'm Marie Murataya. And my name is Mark Little, and this episode is brought to you by Bean Chata. When Horchata just won't do Bean Chata is the drink for you, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. I had to yawn at the Perfect. exact wrong time. Wow. Excellent I'm timing. I'm tired. Nice. I am uh, I am <laughs> also getting ready to sleep. That's coming up very soon. Oh, very soon. I can't but wait. <laughs> in between now and then, I think we're going to have a riveting discussion. Yes. So I sure. know that you uh, announced some exciting news to uh, your Instagram people. I did. And if you already follow me on Instagram, you might know. Um, I announced last week that I am starting a podcast. Whoa. Crazy, but right? But you already have a podcast. I already, exactly. We already have a podcast. Um, but what inspired, well, actually, Mark inspired me to do this. Um, and I'm, I'm very still, inspirational. I'm still trying to figure out exactly why he suggested I do this. What? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember the exact conversation, but I know it was in the midst of like kind of coping and, and, uh, just reflecting on all this quarantine stuff and mm-hmm. my how my kind of role as an SLP is, I you know I want to say shifted, but I feel more so that it's grown. Um, sure. And in, in crazy ways, like you know, I <clears throat> realized through this that the content that I'm putting out on Instagram has been very widely viewed by SLPs. Right. Um, and not just that, but I've, I realized as I got people responding, you know, to stories and on my caption, on my pictures on my feed and stuff like that, that we're all kind of, especially during this whole quarantine thing, we're all kind of in this same place of like, holy crap, Mm -hmm. what, you know, what does it mean to be a speech pathologist now? Um, especially if you're school-based, I think, it was a little bit more obviously clear cut if you're in the medical field because they're essential workers. Right. Um, that's the classification. And um, and kudos to all of you amazing speech pathologists that are working in the medical field, in the hospitals, in the in the rehab clinics, and the sniffs who are making your patients' days brighter. In the sniffs. Um, sniffs. Oh, sorry. The um. Oh my gosh. It's a nursing facility. I forget. What does the S stand for? All of a sudden, it's just... Special. No. Um, Super. It doesn't matter. But anyways, so... Gosh, all of a sudden, I can't remember. Um, So yeah, uh, I think that, you know, as I was reflecting on like, whoa, it means so much to be an SLP for me right now as far as what I can do. Again, my scope is growing as far as how I service my students. Mm -hmm. Yeah. or support them, I guess. Um, yeah, well, I, I think, did someone ask you at some point? So I felt like someone asked you like a question about um, being in the schools or like something like that. Mm-hmm. And then I just remember well, saying like, oh, if people have questions for you, like it would be cool if you just did a podcast or that something have, like that. That might have been it. Well, and that was the thing. That's And, you know, I started connecting more with SLPs via Instagram. Mm-hmm. And talking just in direct messages and on on pictures and stuff and then eventually like my one friend Rachel and I now like we text all the time and um 
Yeah, like I would have people coming to me like, oh, what grade level do you work with or what age group or what do you like about that? Well, why didn't you stay in middle school? And yeah, I was telling you about how cool it was that I was connecting with these other speech pathologists and not just speech pathologists, occupational therapists and physical therapists, like all these different service providers that were now finding out more about how they could do their job. And... And I and so this is the funny part. I remember when you said it because you're like, well, why don't you just have a podcast? Like you have all the resources to do it, you know, and you yeah. used to want to do it before we started our podcast. I wanted to do a speech pathology podcast. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, like, is he just trying to get me off his back because I keep ch- being a chatterbox and telling you about all the DMs I'm getting from in the Oh, questions. that's smart. Yeah, that's definitely part of it. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, but I think, too, being a very reflective human and wanting, you know, I journal a lot and I like to talk through the things I'm going through. Yeah, It's necessary for me and I know it's necessary for other people. You know, why not have a platform where we can kind of do that? And then mm-hmm. obviously it doesn't all have to be about... Um, you know, school closures and coronavirus and quarantine. It's it's really so far. There's only a few times I've mentioned it in my podcast episodes. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think. But I never thought that that was going to be the no, the point of it. But I think at at first, you know, my first episode, I just say, you know, I've we're in quarantine and I'm working from home and I have a little bit of extra time to devote to this stuff. So why not? Yeah. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Um. And it's been cool because I, so I launched it on Wednesday of last week mm-hmm. and, and that was April 29th and, um, right away people, I, I launched it with three episodes to listen to, but I had five ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, for those of you unaware, that's just kind of good practice yes, with, uh, with good. the podcast is to have a nice little stash stockpiled before you get started so that, uh, someone listens to your first episode and you're like, I want more. They instantly have more and you're not just yeah. left searching in the void and, and waiting for a week or, you know, whatever. Right. And I, I don't know if this was clever or not, but I kind of wanted to be like, okay, so here's three episodes Wednesday night. And then Thursday I was getting feedback from people and, um, you know, I had one girl uh, one girl messaged me and said, you know, I'm, I'm getting ready to start grad school for speech pathology. What, you know, could you maybe have a podcast on that? I'm loving listening to you talk, like to your podcast, because I had you as one of my guests already on that at that point. Uh, yes. So they got to hear. I'm a strong guest. That you are. And I hope you'll come on again, maybe um, like l- way later on down the road. But it would be fun. For to have check. You, would be fun to have you pop in because I got a lot of really great feedback with you. And Um, It was cool because, you know, we all work in this very specialized field in a sense. And so we forget that there's so many random perspectives, not random, but so many different perspectives of what it is a speech pathologist does. And I know like there's a stereotypical, oh, people think I fix lisps and people think I fix R's and, you know, um, all that stuff. But really like listening to what Mark had to say was really cool because I didn't even realize some of the stuff you thought. And then some of the some of the jokey qualities that we have in our like whole, you know, back and forth and conversation style is fun for people to hear. And I wanted people to kind of hear that mm-hmm. at first to kind of get to know me because you bring out 
a fun, very good side of me that I like and enjoy. Yeah. Um, and I want people to hear that that's what's real and that's what goes on in our daily life. Mm-hmm. And then my second set of interviews, which this is the episode coming out this week, um, was with my two very best friends who I haven't been able to see. And so we did a Zoom uh, interview, which was great because we just talked and talked about what this whole time in our lives has been like and what it's meant for us each individually. Baseball Um, cards, stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and weather and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um that was really fun. And I just wanted to, again, have that kind of layer of this is my world. This is my life outside of work. But these are the people that kind of can see how I've bridged my outside world with speech pathology. So that was a really fun way to set it up. And um, again, so going back to I launched like three episodes all at once to do that good practice. And then the following Friday, I kind of was like, surprise, another episode's up because I felt like I was getting good feedback and was like, well, if people like it. Like, here's a surprise. They're not going to expect it because typically podcasts come out at least maybe once or twice a week. Sure. So I was like, that's kind of fun because I have a lot of ideas and I want to have it be somewhere where I have guests on, obviously, regularly. Mm -hmm. But I also... um, I like to just kind of, again, reflect, and that's been part of my blog work. And so I'm also planning on having like 10 to 20 minute episodes of me just talking about something. And somebody did, um, like I said, ask me to talk on grad school and Mm -hmm. what that was like and what I learned from it. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to do, you know, just me um, talking about my experiences now. I changed my mind a little bit with that, and I, I reached out to people and had them respond to a question on Instagram and on yeah. Facebook, which was actually really fun and helped me connect again with more SLPs in a different way because I learned something about them and they got to learn about me um, just through chatting real quick. And, you know, obviously we are all supportive of each other on that platform and that, mm-hmm. co- that Instagram community that we have. So um, as much as, you know, they're helping me all do what I can to help them right back um, when they need it. So that's good. That's, that's good of, that you guys have so much of a, of a community. Yeah. And uh, it's interesting because it seems like it's, you know, it doesn't seem like it would be that huge of a community. Um, you wouldn't think, but yeah, but it seems like you, you guys are, are sticking together. And, and you know what? I will say the speech pathologist community is way bigger than people realize. Sure. Um, even than I than what I realized, and it's really cool because I've said this before, but speech pathologists, yes, we're all. I I, I notice um, a very consistent characteristic of passion in a lot of us mm-hmm. <laughs> speech pathologists. <clears throat> um, I know I can be a very passionate person, not just as a speech pathologist, but just in general when I'm passionate about something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sometimes I get a little tunnel visioned, Mm -hmm. Um, but I definitely see the passion, which it really does help us, you know, stay motivated and stay creative. But then um, we're, you know, SLPs tend to be pretty altruistic people. And the reason we got into the field is because we want to help in some way other individuals, right? And communication is such a foundational part of our quality of life as humans that, um, you know, I think a lot of us see the need there for for those that need some help with communication. 
Well, that makes sense. That so, makes sense that uh, you guys would all get into that profession for that reason. Well, and that's so like if, you know, and I'm not saying every SLP is super helpful or, you know, obviously, but for the most part, I do notice that on Instagram when it comes to, you know, when you talk about like social media and growing your brand, they talk about um, a lot of the, a lot of the people that really know their stuff and know about all the algorithms and whatnot. They talk about, um, you know, giving back to your, in quotes, I'll put community. And I try to look at, you know, every time I get a new follower on Instagram or whatever, I think, oh, that's another member of my community, not necessarily a follower, right? Because that's just the mentality I've had after, you know, reading different blogs and listening to different podcasts about how to grow that community. Sure. Exactly. And I will say as far as speech pathologists go and, and working with them on Instagram, it's r- truly a community. Yeah. You Th- know, and that makes versus, sense because you guys are all actually going through you yes. know, similar things and, and trying to figure things out um, together. Sure. So you've got, sure. you've so got input biggest, from one another. Yeah. It's the biggest community I've found on there and definitely one. And not that I, the other ones aren't, you know, I've gotten people that join the gratitude movement stuff with me that aren't speech pathologists and sure and i love them for it and so i've got a i've got a huge variety on there but i definitely wanted you know to start a podcast that kind of highlights um that really strong community that i've developed with uh, my colleagues on via social media sure it's kind of interesting because it's like it's a business, right? So you're mm-hmm. you're finding your niche, and as you realize like where you get the best response, it's like you kind of double down in that area. Yeah, it's like oh, okay, like yeah. the speech people True. are the are, are my strongest community, and um, I get the most through interactions with them, and yeah. they get the most through interactions with me in that way when I was speaking like that. So then you know you go and make a specific podcast for that community, and now um, it's just a way for you to get in tighter with them and it's kind of easier than just like general gratitude because like anyone can be grateful um, and you can be grateful for any number of things in the world but only a certain amount of people are are actually into speech and like speak the language you're talking about and yeah and go through those same experiences so i I think from that standpoint it just makes sense that, uh, that it evolved like that and i will i mean i know on most days i like to talk um including today (laughs) including today so doing a podcast about something that i like to talk about a lot uh just seems pretty fitting Mm -hmm. um and i don't know it was it was crazy like and it was funny because and i i started to tell you this before we started recording but when i posted about it in my uh instagram stories Mm -hmm. um because I'm keeping, you know, instead of starting a whole new Instagram to go with this podcast, I'm keeping right. everything consistent with the Instagram account I already have. So I should have said this at the beginning, but the podcast is called Thanks Morris uh-huh. with Marie, the SLP. Um, and so everything that I post as far as like blasts for new episodes and stuff is going to be straight from my Instagram account because it just it's consistent. Um yeah. But anyway, so I posted about it, you know, at the end of last week and one of our mutual friends resp- or DM'd me and was like, wait a minute, is it like, what's going on with Mark? Like, where's Mark, you mm. know? And I was like, yeah, solid fan of yours for sure. Um, and, and I just was like, I'm, you know, we're still here. We're still doing our podcast, but I'm just going to do another one because yeah. why not? Um, 
And it is, I mean, if anybody out there is like trying to start their own, it's a really, you just, like I, I wanted to start a podcast like this for what, a year and a half, two years now. Cause I would be like recording episodes on my voice recordings on my, on my iPhone. Yeah. And, and that just makes me think, cause earlier you were saying, you're talking about, I, you don't know what spurred you into doing this or whatever. But I think I just, I probably just brought up, like, weren't you doing yeah. a podcast like a yeah. while ago? And That's doesn't that just make sense to go along with all these videos and things that you're doing right now? So, exactly. Yeah. Cause I remember that back, no, you're like right. you said, a year ago or whatever, you were just recorded into your phone after a session or whatever it was. Oh yeah, no. And it, it's, and I still have those, which yeah. is awesome because I can go back and now use them to kind yeah. of even put together like a highlight reel of like my first year as a speech pathologist. Yeah, Cause exactly. those are all from my first year of working. Yeah. Um, which, yeah, they'd be really great to listen to, but I, um, I don't know. I got, you know, it's funny because I got in this mode. I don't know how we're doing on time, but I got in this mode of like super, super productive hyper productivity in Mm -hmm. the last like four or five weeks with making videos for my students and just to have on youtube yeah and then also um working and collaborating with slps far far from me i mean i did this big giveaway which turned out to be a really big success um on instagram and that was a lot of work because we you know i was collaborating with someone it wasn't by myself i had to you know, set up times to meet with her and, and it was great and so much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was it to take some work and and then um I I will say, you know, I've gone a little bit extra with making materials for my students right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm enjoying it and I don't want to stop and I want those to be in my SLP toolkit anyways. Um so I have all these things going on and I even got to a point where I remember sitting down with you a couple weeks ago and being like am I like doing too much? And I feel like I'm competing with myself, like as far as the next thing I want to get done. It is good, but you have to like, I guess it was good that I was aware of it, the feeling, because I was feeling a little bit anxious. I was, I was like, why do I feel like, like I felt like jealous of myself, if that makes any sense. Like that, the feeling of jealousy came up in me about jealousy, jealousy, maybe not jealousy, but like, um, like the the feeling you get when you're comparing yourself to someone else and you can't keep up. Uh-huh. It was like that, but I was comparing myself to me and it was like comparing myself to all the things I wanted to be getting done. Yeah. But realizing I was sitting in front of my computer that was having technical difficulties in that moment knowing I wasn't going to get them all done that night. So mm, it was like yeah. it was yeah, so not jealousy, but it was that like I need to take a breath. I'm super aware that I need to stop and take a breath, but I want to get all this done because tomorrow I want to get a whole new set of things done. Mm-hmm. So it was just like this really workaholic type of situation. And then, you know, I just kind of remembered like I, that I need to, first of all, just take a moment and breathe and mm-hmm. be like proud of myself for everything that I'm doing, but then to also remember that I'm kind of it, like I have the freedom to choose what I want to do and when I want to do it, and so sure. it's all going to get done. And I have all these these great resources to get things done. So that was a big, um, big success moment, you know. And then of course, four days later, I'm launching a podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like exactly. As if as if I didn't have enough to do. Yeah, and, um, and I think the thing is to feel like that is is good, right? Cause it's like, it may, you may feel a little stressed out in the moment, but it's good that you can have the, uh, wherewithal to realize that, okay, I need to slow down. I need to take a breath, 
But I think it's also important that, you know, you weren't comparing yourself to someone else. You weren't saying like, oh my God, like this person does this and this person does that. You're literally just trying to push yourself and, and just trying to get the most yeah. out of yourself. And so I think then from there, it's like, that's where you can throw in stuff from whatever, from like that high performance habits book or things that you know work. Yeah. So it's like, okay, like right now, I'm definitely, my head is just kind of spinning and maybe, you know, I'm going too many directions at once. And it doesn't mean you have to stop any of those directions, no, but it no, just no. means you have to, you know, take one for the next hour and a half for yes. the next two hours and just do it as opposed to just, you know, doing the thing where you just flip out because, because <laughs> there's too much to do. Right. Which right? is typically what I would do. Yeah. Um, I will be honest, but I think it was good that I was. And again, like I've I've worked hard on having different ways of reflecting. And I think it just so happened I had read a passage in a book about having that freedom to prioritize. Mm -hmm. So it was keeping me kind of grounded like, okay, but like, you know what? If I can't finish editing videos tonight, it's just going to happen tomorrow. And it doesn't mean things are going to be super delayed. It means this is going to happen tomorrow, but I could also get a podcast recorded tomorrow. Right. Um, yeah, no, it's funny. And I don't think I've ever been aware of feeling that way, like that competition with myself, like, like in those terms, I think, like you said, when I freaked out and, and gotten frustrated in those moments where that is how I'm feeling, I don't comprehend that I feel that way. I just comprehend that everything feels like it's going wrong, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, which is so not the case. Right. So it's, yeah, it's been important for me to have that level of clarity in my mind during all of this stuff. Shout out Improv Wisdom, because mm. that's that's what, what helps. It's that whole idea of, you know, we're all looking to find balance in life, life but change is the one constant. Sure. So. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like right now it'd be good for me to read some sort of book like that or just, uh, you know, just just to read something right now. Um, yeah. just cause there's, well, I don't know. Um, there's moments where I feel, I, I don't really feel in competition with myself. I mean, sometimes I do. I'm like, all right, I want to get, I want to get these beats out. I want to get a video to go along with them. Like I want to do all this different stuff. Um, I want to get my YouTube going again, wanna, sure. all those types of things. So sometimes it is, it is important to just have a moment to just, when I'm reading, I feel like my mind gets to work on other things uh, or gets to t- take itself off of, yeah, you know, the task at hand Oh yeah, no. and um, just get into the reading. And then it's just like, it's like taking a shower or whatever. It's like, then you can, can like put together the, the pieces of the puzzle while you're not actually doing yeah. it or whatever. So I think that uh, reading in that sense is always nice. And I definitely have not been reading as much as I'd like to lately. I recommend it. I it's know, in our it's schedule. Good. Yeah, and it sure is. Um, I think, you know, one of my guilty reads, guilty pleasure reads, has been Harry Potter the last, I don't know, six weeks. I'm on book four now. Um, and that, I mean, I've been reading, like I said, I've been looking at, you know, in the mornings when I'm doing like journaling and stuff, I'm reading those more um, mindful, thoughtful, productivity-based books, um, like Improv Wisdom and Zen and the Art of Happiness. Yeah. And then in the middle of the day, when my brain for sure needs a break, I'm reading Harry Potter. Yeah. And it's so awesome because, 
you know, there's a lot going on in the world. And by noon, after being on social media for on and off throughout the day and and talking to people on Zoom and hearing about, you know, their take on the latest news and updates, by noon, my brain needs a magical, mystical uh, fiction break. Yeah, <laughs> it's so awesome because I swear it gives me way more energy to get up and keep going for the rest of the day. Yeah, no, you just, you get a break. So. You get to you get to escape reality and it's, for a little bit. Sometimes and, you need it. Yeah, it's good. It's good to shut off. I mean, that's what all that stuff is, you know, meditation and journaling yeah. and everything like that. It's just kind of like a reorganization of the psyche for a little bit. So exactly. That, so then when you hop back in, you're like, oh, okay. It's not, it's not too much. This is all, uh, right. this is all doable. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Are you still meditating? Uh, a little bit. That's good. Yeah. Not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not at my peak meditation, meditative state. No, man. For a while there, you were doing like, I don't even know how long you would meditate for. For a while. But yeah. Yeah. Like on our road trip and stuff. I remember. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I would be like, okay, where is he? His really? coffee is cold. Oh, <laughs> yeah. See, I, I don't remember that because I wasn't the one waiting for the coffee or whatever. Nope. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I do want to. I do want to get back into that in a in a more practiced way. But um, you know, I don't. Know. You will. Yeah, I know. It's it's that easy. It's that, that easy. Is. But yeah. uh, we should probably wrap this up, huh? All right. It's been a good talk. Yes. All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you. For... <laughs> what? Oh, I thought you were talking to me. I am talking oh, to you. Oh, yeah, you, you bet. <laughs> you betcha. I'm sorry if I rambled too much. That's all right. On that note, this has been a good talk. My name is Mark Little. And I'm Marie Murataya. This episode is brought to you by Bean Chata, when horchata just won't do. Bean Chata is a drink for you, fully endorsed by Justin Bieber. And, of course, remember to check out the Thanks Morris podcast if you're interested in speech pathology and the life of a speech pathologist. Maybe you're in grad school and you're like, man, is this all worth it? Maybe you're an undergrad and you're like, man, is it all worth it? I should check it out. Is it cool? Is it not? I don't know. Check her out. Um, she'll definitely have something to say. As always. As always. Adios. Bye-bye.